you only think you liked that movie. Don't worry, we'll set you straight. You're listening to The Fellers. You know, why am I constantly... You know, I don't know why I don't learn my lesson. I constantly walk out of these Christopher Nolan movies being like, man, that was way more convoluted than it needed to be. I could have I could have explained that in, in a much more simpler way. And, and at the end of the day, this is why you fucking come for Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he kind of like avoided that. Um, what's that other director's name? What's his Shyamalan? name? Yes, he, be- he yeah, kind of avoided make, the M. Night yeah, Shyamalan I'm going to make a twist just because this is the only reason people come to see my movie. Yeah. But the twist is stupid yeah. and absolutely unnecessary. And even worse, it harms the movie. It actively hurts the movie. Yeah. Where Christopher Nolan, his whole, I call it mindfuckery. Cerebral. Cerebral. Cerebral? I I call it mindfuckery. Oh, okay. Yeah, his mindfuckery is always applicable to what's going on. And you're like, man, you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I know. It didn't hurt the movie, which is what's most important. But still, you didn't have to do that. But you know what? At the end of the day, I feel a little bit smarter for having figured it out. So so I'll let you get away with it. Feeling confused is normal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's absolutely... It's like, you know, you you take anal so many times that after a while, not only does it not hurt, you really kind of sort of like it. Hey, everybody. While you're listening to the fellas today, uh, we've decided to keep our whole time-traveling motif going. Uh, last week, we reviewed Bill and Ted. Face the music. Face the music. Today, we uh, reviewed Tenet. And I'm going to tell you right off, this is such a huge dynamic shift. My number one complaint with the Bill and Ted movie... Yes. The two daughters? No, 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 no. No, uh, my biggest complaint was the lack of... Uh, sophistication? Oh, the lack of sophistication. Thank you. It, w- it was simple. It was very simple. I believe the exact words I used was, it was campy. Yes. Which, in and of itself, is not a bad thing. No. As you age, y- you want a bit more. Well, yeah, you want, some of the, you want the main course. Right. And Bill and Ted was so fucking simple that your half of your brain went to sleep. Yes. And mind you, the other half enjoyed the movie... But still, a huge lack of sophistication. Tenant goes in a complete 180. Yes. This is too much. This is too much sophistication. <laughs> I no, I, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say too much. It's way more sophistication than what was necessary. Yeah. Done tactfully. Yeah. Done tactfully, but way more sophistication than what you needed. So it's a complete 180. Not saying I didn't like it. So Tenant is Christopher Nolan's newest thing. And the first time I saw the trailer, was probably November of yeah. last year. I mean, this movie is felt and that a little lo- dated almost. Yeah, that trailer that trailer was nothing but a mind fuck. That was like me being fucked in my brain, getting my brain jizzed on, and then the guy walks out the door before I have a chance to say, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that trailer, like, what the fuck did I just see? You know, this movie release, I felt like we were transported back in time. Mm-hmm. And you'll get, you, you'll agree with me. Remember when we were kids and you'd see a movie come out in theater and you can't wait. I mean, you couldn't go to the theater because mm-hmm. you had no way of getting there. But yeah. you couldn't wait for it to come on video, and you had to wait a fucking year later to get it. To see it on video, yeah. Like by the time you get it, you assume everybody's bored yeah. of it already. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you ask your friends, hey, you want to come over to my house and watch this movie on VHS, you just outed yourself because now they know you're too poor to go to the theater. Yeah, but this movie <laughs> felt the same way. I felt like this movie came out a year ago. Yeah, it's because of COVID. Yeah, of course. But it's just in that long waited. Yeah, it it felt 
like this movie was way way past when it should have came yeah. out. Not to say the CGI or anything. No, like no, that. no. It just it just felt like yo, this is late as shit. Yeah, because we know it's late as shit. This you know, should have came even out. Looking wrong. at those trailers, I was looking at shit like, man, this shit ain't come out yet. I know. You know what else is really fucked up in the theater? A lot of their movie posters, they haven't taken them down. Yeah, they haven't gotten any. <laughs> I remember the the thing with Ryan Reynolds in the uh, MMO game. He's a video game character. Oh yeah, yeah. That- I saw that poster in there. It's like, oh shit, that movie's still coming out. Look at the poster, July six, <laughs> coming soon, July six. I was like, oh my that, god, that shit ain't coming out. <laughs> that shit not coming out. You man. know what? They dodged a bullet. Yeah, because that movie was not going to make money. Yeah, no. I don't know why they thought it Move would. On. They're trying to pimp people after paying for freaking yeah, I pay, Disney+. Yeah, I pay for my Disney+, Plus, and now I'm going to give you an extra 30 fucking dollars? Nah, man. $30? Well, you could have a house full of people watching. Man, fuck you! <laughs> 30 fucking dollars? Man, man, Disney is just... They're, these they're, motherfuckers are panicking. Yeah, they are They're panicking. losing so much money. They're panicking. My fucking barber yeah. told me that people who are going to the shop, because I just haven't cut my hair in his house... He's like, people are coming to him in droves to get their haircut at his house because they're like, they go to their barbers, their barbers are charging them like 30 fucking dollars for a haircut. Oh, shit. Why? They got less people coming in. Yep. And they can't put as many people in anyway. So the few people that they get, they got to squeeze them motherfuckers for every dime they can because they're hurting. Yeah, they're hurting. He said, oh, they say we got to take extra precautions now, spend money on gloves, spend money on disinfectment. Motherfucker, I can get a pack of thirty-two face masks for like Shit. like thirty bucks. You charge me thirty dollars for a fucking haircut? It's like no, because after I cut your hair, I don't know how long I'm gonna be fucking sitting around with no fucking work. So oh, I, gotta, shit, I gotta squeeze you. So it's like everybody's fucking everybody's hurting. I don't know what the hell that had to do with anything we were talking. about. I know, but but on the surface, Tenet is a good movie. Yes. Uh, Christopher Nolan, he is not going to phone anything in. He does make movies that fold in and on themselves. And Tenet basically has, um, I'm gonna, I'm pretty sure this is not the acting debut of um, Denzel Washington's son. Is he in other stuff? Yeah, Ballers. What is that? Is Ballers. That a movie the, or the show? show? The show. With The Rock? The Ballers. Oh, he's in that? Yeah. I saw like two episodes. I meant to watch more. And he's in that the, the KK Klansman one movie too. The Black Klansman? Yeah, the Black Klansman. Ah, uh, yeah. get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see that shit. But he sounds just like his dad. If you if you, if you close oh, your no, eyes, no, no, no. I'm like, is that Denzel? I heard that, yeah. His dad's acting chops rubbed off on yeah. him. Unlike Will Smith and his defective son. Oh, man. Uh, Denzel Washington, he did a good job teaching his son how to act. There's actually passion you know what? in this. <laughs> All of his mannerisms, how he buttons up his coat, walks in the room, has that aura of sophistication. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, take this guy seriously. I mean, that all rubbed off on him. Mm-hmm. All of that rubbed off on him. Maybe because he was hidden from the Hollywood scene for a long time until he was an adult. I don't know. Exactly. What can I say? The man gets it done. Uh, he plays as the protagonist, and it's funny, that's his name, because in the movie they never say what his name is, which I think is awesome. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. They never say what his name is, because every person he's interacting with doesn't need to know his name, and you're not gonna get his name. Yeah. Even when he finds the one chick that he's supposed to be working with, who's supposed to be briefing him on what's going on the science chick she's like yeah don't tell me anything personal don't tell me anything more than what i need to know i'm not going to tell you anything more than what you need to know he's like damn i'm supposed to be getting brief yeah and the first thing you tell me is you ain't telling me shit <laughs> it's shit. supposed to be a fucking briefing i know but it's like that's how secret their organization, the organization is. is i was like all right so at no point does he give anyone either his name or at the very least his real name 
He'll say, yeah, tell your yeah. husband my name is Clarice. Whatever. Clarice. You know, he, he doesn't give anyone his real name, which is awesome. At the beginning of the movie, felt I was like kind of confused the entire time. I'm like, uh, everything just started like you're getting shot out of a fucking cannon. And you're yeah. just placed in a situation where like, damn, man. But that's that's good. That's actually good. The movie starts very high strong. And it starts high strong, but with questions. The only thing you learn at the beginning of the movie, this guy is a fucking professional. Yes. That mission went off fucking smooth. <laughs> Even though it went tits up, oh, yeah, it went off That's fucking yeah, smooth. And, and it tells you this guy's a professional. And you just didn't really see what was really going on until, you know, after that scene, you know, kind of vanished. Because he had the, that little backwards, what is it called, inversion vision when that bomb was going off. We'll, we'll explain that in a, in a moment. So, but no, really... Uh, basically, we're going to go over the cast members. We're just going to give a quick rundown of the plot. Um, the protagonist is a CIA operative, uh, former military, and man, he is fucking good. Yeah. He is really fucking good. And um, something happens where his his squad is, is like, killed, and he's tortured. <clears throat> and the only thing they're torturing him for, they had to go get an asset, who was an agent, and he was found out. They're like, yeah, we're going to pull you out uh, by any means necessary because the information he has is that important. And they were going to have him safely extracted uh, by 7 a.m. So the guys are torturing him. And he's like, yeah, uh, we're going to torture you. It's two hours till seven. So within two hours, we got to break you. And they tortured him for the whole time. And he never broke. And then he managed to take a cyanide capsule. But his main thing is he didn't jeopardize the mission. And they're like, you know what? That was so awesome. Uh, you've now passed the test. You're coming up to a super, super duper secret organization. And they're like, yeah, we need you to infiltrate this guy who's getting material that works on a backwards time spectrum. And I'll understand. I'll explain how that works later. But the stuff works in a backward time spectrum. And we basically need you to figure out what the fuck's going on and Put a stop to it. Now, I will tell you right on the face yep. of it, this is the best James Bond sequel I've ever seen. Yes. Because the whole time I was watching this, I was like, this should have been a James Bond movie. Yeah, and it did feel like a James Bond movie. And the only reason you would probably say it's not a James Bond movie is because he was giving too much screen time to other people. Yes. It's not all about me. We're a team. Like, what could he have possibly done without that white dude? Yeah. Nothing. What could he have possibly done without those soldiers at the end? Nothing. Nothing. But it's still, replacing with James Bond, it still would have been an awesome James, movie. Yeah. Be See, here's the thing about the James Bond movies. As time went on, I would say ever since the Pierce Brosnan thing, yeah. they always wanted them to be rooted in seriousness and plausibility. I mean, think about the James Bond villains from back in the day. Think about their plots. Yeah. Their shit was out there. It was completely fanciful. Yeah. It was, I have a secret island built on top of a volcano and I'm going to unleash some magic that will destroy the world. <laughs> Nowadays, we'd be like, okay, that's bullshit. No one's going to like that because yeah. it's goofy and unreal. Imagine, oh, I'm going out there because we found a guy who somehow is able to reverse fucking time. Yeah. This guy can reverse time. time. And you got to figure out what the fuck is going on and put a stop to it because he's going to destroy the world. And then start playing a tenant movie. Yeah. And he's James Bond. And you're like, holy shit, this is how he's reversing time. He's some Russian oligarch. Uh, oligarch 
oligarch, some black market weapons dealer who's a Russian yeah, oligarch. Yeah, now you think about it. And he has a way to rewind time, but how? How is he able to do that? Where did he get the technology? How how did he make this technology? He didn't. It was given to him from the future, and he found it. Oh. And he's using it to reverse engineer, and it's like, your head just blows up. This is this is well beyond my pay grade. This is, honestly, this is well beyond the pay grade of any secret agent. Only the best secret agent. agent would be dealing with something like this and that would be James Bond yeah but they want to be all serious and Daniel Craig is woke now so you know fuck him that James Bond series is done but this would have been the perfect James Bond yeah because it actually it's it's the same shit the, to me the, the different the it's, threat is much more the intense. threat seemed much more intense and the probability of destruction seemed so extreme that it was almost laughable like you cannot be fucking serious the fact that you don't take this serious is the reason you don't have my job because I'm yeah. James motherfucking Bond. Yeah, this is the type of shit I deal with. I don't want to hear. Oh, I gotta go and I gotta find uh, Saddam Hussein and shoot him. Man, fuck out of here. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. I'm stopping some motherfucker from reversing time <laughs> and, and blowing up the fucking planet. Get the fuck out of here. You know, I was just waiting for him to start saying some of his dad's lines in a movie from mm. other movies. I think that was his uh, frustration. Him saying King Kong ain't got shit on me. I think was just pissed off as an actor because they they fucked Denzel Washington um, out of an Oscar many times because the whole idea of an Oscar is nothing but a popularity contest. Yeah. It's who they like more. And the thing is, Tom Hanks was in Philadelphia. That was his the, first Oscar win. Oh, Tom Hanks? Yeah. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it was Philadelphia. Then he did fucking another movie then it got an Oscar. Then he did Cast Away and then he did... Tom Hanks was in some movie nominated for an Oscar at the same time that Denzel Washington Washington that was, was Philadelphia. Nominated. That and was Philadelphia. I believe they gave it to Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks, they were like, yo, we, we all fucking like Tom Hanks. Yeah. We all like him. And it's like, yo, Denzel Washington got more screen time. Yeah, but, you know, it was fucking Tom Hanks. So they gave it to Tom Hanks. And the very next year, Denzel Washington gets an Oscar for that King Kong ain't got shit Oh, you mean me. Training Day? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yes, he did. He got an Oscar for Training Day. Mm -hmm. And the reason he got that Oscar, he did not deserve an Oscar for fucking training day. He got that Oscar because he was passed up the year before and it was his turn. They, he deserved it the year before but he didn't get it because Tom Hanks was friends with everyone in the industry and they fucking knew it. So they gave him this as a sort of, we saw we, here you go. He could have made a movie that was an hour and a half of him squatting down, spreading his ass cheeks with both hands and shitting on the camera. He still would have got that fucking Oscar. He won like an Oscar for four years straight almost I think. Yeah. That was probably for the same fucking reason. Because they knew he got robbed, and their progressive sensibilities wanted them to, quote-unquote, yeah. make it right. I mean, the, at the end of the day, the Oscars is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't watch that, that fucking tripe. The Oscar is ass. It is asinine. It is bullshit. Never watch the Oscars. Never give a shit about the Oscars. So... On to the actors. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son. Excellent job. Excellent job. I, I swore he was British. They had to keep reminding people that he's American. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. He's the only real actor of consequence. Um, there's Robert Pattinson plays Neil, and he's like the partner of the protagonist. Yeah. He's recommended to someone, and then once that guy recommends him, he's just there through thick and thin doing a lot more shit that he needs to than, do. That he would need to do. Someone says, yeah, I gotta, I'll recommend someone. 
doing. Yeah, he's doing a lot more shit than he needs to do. But we'll get more into that in spoilers. Played by Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Does an admirable job. He's just great. Then you have the character Cat, played by Elizabeth Debicki. Now, yeah. I'm going to tell you, where is this chick from? I'm assuming she's British. She's Australian. She's Australian. Yeah, she's pretty Jesus, she is hot. She is a tall fucking glass of water. Let me tell you this Boy. right now. Now, here's my thing. I like a little bit of meat on the bone, okay? I don't like women that are super duper skinny. This chick is skinny as fuck. Fuck. But she'll wrap her legs around you like a fucking oh, black yeah. little spider, man. Oh, yeah. She'll wrap wrap around you like a fucking anaconda. She is tall as shit. She's got shockingly, shockingly blue eyes and just, just jet blonde hair. Anywhere you would see her, you would just think supermodel. I could not... If this chick was my wife, I couldn't let her walk around in public. I'd be like, yeah, you stay your ass at home. But I need sunshine, love. I need to go out. It's like, look, I'm having a hard enough time being married to you. I don't even want to fuck you because you look like you were carved out out of marble. This chick reminds me of what one of the angels would look like yeah. that went with the guy to Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh. And they're like, bring those angels out here because we want to fuck them. I imagine she's what the angels would look like. Uh. Just, just all androgynous. Is it a man? Is it a woman? I don't know. I'll fuck it anyway. Is it too skinny? Is it skinny enough? I don't know. She's fucking seven feet tall. Uh, oh, man. I just want to do... I just want to debase her. You and, know? She's, and I'm like, I, 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 nah, man. She's, she's that gold chick from the Guardians of the Galaxy. She's Are you that sure? Gold, yeah, she's that golden chick. It says chick. here she's in Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Yeah, yeah, she's and that she golden chick. she was the gold chick? Really? Yeah, yeah. Man, that makeup, I I didn't see anything pretty about her in that makeup. But What are you talking about, man? I'm saying the gold chick was like, eh, whatever. I didn't notice anything, but I am looking forward to seeing her in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I am definitely looking forward to seeing her in that. And she was the gold chick, you say, huh? Yeah, yeah she was the gold chick. Yeah, this chick is, is fucking banging, man. She's absolutely gorgeous. And again, not gorgeous in a, man, that girl is thick. No, not in that it's way. She's classy, man. She's classy. Like, she should be a runway model. She is very, very pretty, and she is pale as shit. Oh, she's also the Russian chick from that movie we watched. That Widow's chick? Uh, is Widow's. That, is that what the movie Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called? We Widows? reviewed that shit. Yeah, yeah she's, the, uh, she's the Russian trick chick. Yeah, she's in that Except movie in where... That, in that movie, she made herself look kind of like salty garbage. I mean, I still would have fucked, but she made herself look like a MILF that was past her prime. Yeah, you know, that, I will never forget that film is because you know you had uh, Liam Neeson be so uncomfortable with his love interest oh, every time I looked at Liam Neeson and imagine him sticking his dick in that black <laughs> chick I, I wanted to I threw up a little bit in my mouth was like Honey, you know I love you. And our son, which I made through our passionate, passionate love making. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold it back. Jesus. Oh, she was also in the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, yeah, the chick right. who was stuck in the, uh, in oh, the yeah, vents. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, God. so this, this chick has been around. She, she, she's got work. That's good. That's good. I hope she gets more uh, because of this. That's good. She did a great job as the victimized wife of the uh, the bad guy. Uh, the bad guy's name is Andre Sator. Perfect James. Bond villain played by Kenneth Bragnock. Now I will tell you right now, there's a good a good friend of mine. It's like a brother to me and yeah. to you too, Ray. Oh, okay. All right. So our friend, he looks a little bit like this guy. Okay. But okay. the vibes he gives off is 100% this guy. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like okay, you're not a stunning looker, but you look like a hard man, and you've got so much money that at first I'll look at you and I'll be like whatever. But the more I get to know you, not even us arguing or nothing. The more I get to know you, you seem to be scarier and scarier. <laughs> and I'll imagine you going to some place with all your money and people thinking like, yo, I bet he's killed people. 
I bet he smuggles drugs. He does something. I can just see him lounging in a pool one day and be like, hey, where's where's my martini? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I dropped it on the way here. Ah, now you dropped my martini. You know, I'm here with my wife and kids and you dropping my fucking drinks. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I get you another one. Yeah, but I wanted it now, though. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? That's fine. Hey, um, Avi, yeah. take him back. Uh, take him up the road. Uh, cut an X into his neck. <laughs> What and the then take fuck? both his testicles and shove them into his throat and watch him bleed off and send me a picture. I like to watch that. And that's something he actually did in the movie. But he is just, <laughs> he is so matter of fact with what he does. The man never raises his voice and he just scares the shit out of me. He plays the, oh my lord, he plays as the dwarf in that Artemis Fowl bullshit. Oh my god. I just lost respect for him. How can he do that, man? Oh, he also is in, he's also that detective in that Death of the Nile movie, which you, you know, Wait, also no. the same guy. He's also the same That's guy. That's not him. That guy's, he's also the same he's guy. He's a detective. Mur- yes. That guy's much thinner. That can't be him. That's him, dude. That's him. Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, that's uh, him. He's, born he's the in investigator. The, he was born in Northern Ireland, Belfast. He did a good job. He did his job better than almost anyone else. Almost anyone else. But those are the only characters you really need to care about. Yeah. And like I said, the whole plot is with him finding out what's going on with time travel and this not save the world. Now, we're going to go into spoiler territory. Uh, zip all the way to the end if you want to avoid that. Yeah, zip all the way to the very end because we're giving you uh, fair notice. Oh, yeah. Remember when I said this was convoluted? Yeah, it's very convoluted. It I, I thought a, yeah. I thought it was fucking confusing halfway through the movie. I'm like, but what, what? I thought it was confusing a quarter of the way through the movie, but here's the thing. Three-fourths of the way through the movie, things finally clicked and they yeah. made sense. And it's like that on purpose. It's not, oh, he's not doing a good job of explaining stuff. No, you don't know yet because he doesn't know. No. Once he figures out what's going on, he shares it with you, and now all that weird shit that you saw before it starts to make sense. What you thought didn't make sense just because you weren't paying enough attention? No, it didn't make sense because you couldn't understand what the fuck was going on because you the picture wasn't fully unfolded yet. Yes. That's the whole thing. The picture was not unfolded. Yeah. I mean, my main thing was I understand that this arms dealer, he's not stupid. He's an intelligent man. But the fact that this fucker was constantly, constantly 10 steps ahead of the protagonist, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, when they went to destroy the painting. Yes. You know, to set this guy's wife's free. He's like, yes, you know, I still got this painting, right? You know, I had this intuition that I should pull the painting out. And I always follow my intuition. Then when they go to steal the other shit while it's in transit to him, they steal the other shit. And then out of nowhere, here he is in the car. Give me my shit back. It's like, how the fuck does he always know? It doesn't make any sense. And then as it goes on, it's like, oh, this is how he knows. Yes. It's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it like, was... that's, that's really fucking smart. You see, <clears throat> here, I'll, I'll explain it. Okay. Because if, if we keep going any further. We're going to lose the people. Yeah, like, what the fuck are these these assholes talking about? We're just sitting here circle jerking each other about how smart the protagonist is. No, here's the thing, right? Uh, someone from the future invented the secrets to time travel, but they only invented it on a linear scale. Yeah. Now, a linear scale means when you're going back in time, you can only go back for as long as you are being active. So if you're sitting there in a chair, every minute that goes by on your watch is a minute that you just went back in time. So theoretically, you can go 10 
10 days back in time. But the thing is, when you go 10 days back in time, you are 10 days older and your current self is still there. Then when you go forward 10 more days, you're now 20 days older. So in order to go back in time 10 days and then come back, you're going to age by 20 days. It's okay? a long time. Right. The same concept was in a movie called Primer. Yeah. Look it up. It's a good movie. Convoluting as fuck. But this person did figure out a way to make an actual time machine. And it was at that point that the scientist got a sense of conscience like, oh, awesome. I made a time machine. Oh, fuck. Wait. Someone could go back in time, time and yeah. really, really fuck shit up. So, no. I can't. No. I, I, can't I, 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 I can't do this. So, that person took the components to, to make the final time machine, which is really just a device vice that would destroy the world they split the components up put them in the places that you know she felt would be hardest to find yeah okay well she sent them back in time to those places and those places were bomb shelters in the soviet union yeah sent them way way back in time to bomb shelters in the soviet union you know uh nuclear facilities that sort of thing and then she killed herself bullet to the head bah so no one could get the information no problem well this guy the russian guy was removing waste material in his hidden in Russian city and then he found a piece of this woman's time machine and also instructions on how to build his own time machine the, the lesser one not the main one so he built it and he just got fucking rich yeah how did he get rich by oh I'm gonna wait here oh hey look this guy ends up needing to buy all of this item but you know this item a while back was on sale super duper cheap and this is like you know 20 days ago I'm gonna go back 20 days and I'm gonna write down some information Yep. And I'm going to tell myself, hey, buy up this item and then leave it in this location. And then go back to my time and then pick up the okay, mm -hmm. the, load, the thing that I myself put there. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing this until I get filthy rich. And his whole thing is selling black market weapons, selling black market nuclear yeah, material. Yeah. He's constantly getting nuclear material because he's searching all the nuclear facilities, facilities. to get the rest of the pieces to this time travel device. That's right. And the whole thing is they're worried about him getting because he could sell it to someone or use it himself and make who knows what sort of problem. He probably control the world at this right. point. Right, but the thing is, it's actually worse than that because he wants to get all that shit and destroy the world. He wants everyone to die. Yeah. Because he's got severe oh, oh. pancreatic cancer and, and he's, he's going to die. He's got almost all the pieces already at this yeah. point. And he wants to destroy the whole world because if I could not have it, no one will. That's, <laughs> that's his thing. If I can't have you, nobody will. I mean, I love the way he psychologically fucks with people, especially his wife. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I feel bad for her. Yeah, yeah. But he psychologically fucks with this rod. Yeah, she... she he fucks with her she's real a battered, bad. She's a battered wife, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mentally battered. He never physically does anything to her until she pushes him a bit too far in the movie. Yeah. But other, other than that, it's just psychologically. And the weird thing is... I feel kind of bad because they shied away the camera away from him beating the shit out of her. Well, that, that would have turned people off. You think so? Yeah. And normally, I say, fuck it. Let it turn people off. I don't care. But I, actually, I'm glad they did it because I didn't want him to be a completely distasteful evil villain yeah it's easy to say oh he's evil how do you know he's evil oh he kicks puppies and he, he burns orphanages okay, and, okay. and dumb shit like that so if you show that he's a wife beater there you go just a, an evil guy it's like no no there there's layers to him there's layers he loves his son yeah he told his wife, who was scared to death of him and wanted to go away, Look, it's okay. You want to go? You can go. You just have to accept never seeing your son again. Because my son 
is staying with me. So he gave her the option. Yeah, he gave her the option. But she said no, which he knew she would because he has her son. Yeah. So she's just stuck in a relationship that she can't stand. She wanted half. No. She wanted to fucking leave. She oh. didn't want any money. She wanted to fucking leave. I love the situation where the guy protagonist goes to the man's wife just so he can get a meeting. And she's like, no, I can't give you a meeting. He's like, oh, let's just go and talk about whatever. So they're eating to talk about it. And then some goons come up and the goons are going to beat the shit out of him. He's like, you call these guys? Or no, it's my husband. It was the moment you spoke to me, this was going to happen. I'm under surveillance 24 hours a day. I was just hoping that we can get it over with. Because I don't want you to suffer. So I'm going to leave so I don't have to watch. Oh. And you just proceed to watch. After she leaves, the guy puts a, a, a number in her pocket. Like, I got my phone number in your pocket. You go ahead and call me. I'm not going to call you. All right. You keep saying it. <laughs> and she leaves. And he finishes his meal yeah. while the thugs are sitting there. And the, the extra muscles waiting in the kitchen. So he gets up, casually walks in the kitchen. Say, guys, excuse me. I ordered my hot sauce like half an hour ago. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> So the thugs grab him, they hold him down, they're going to beat his ass, and then he just dismantles him in a very nice combat scene. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was it, nice. It was a very realistic combat scene. He fucking dismantles him, and the chick is like, can we leave, please? Can, I don't want to be here. Can we just leave? He's like, no, he wants you to watch, so you learn a lesson. And as they're watching, you see Denzel Washington, like, throw one of the fucking guys out the back door, and he goes tumbling down the stairs, and the woman's like, oh, shit, you can kind of see her get kind of wet, like, oh, this guy fought him off. Yeah. So the dude starts up the car and fucking peels off. It's like, hey, this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and then Denzel finds her again. I mean, I mean, David, David, John David, J.D., oh. J.D. Washington. Well, yeah, yeah. It's Denzel, D- baby Denzel. Baby can, I, Denzel. can I call him just Denzel Jr.? Okay, Denzel Jr. All right, we'll call him Denzel Jr. And uh, yes, Denzel Jr., there's some great scenes where he meets up with her again. And again, the mind-fucking. It's like, oh, he meets up with her when she's on a, a trip with, yeah. her, with her husband. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go to your husband's boat. You're going to tell him I'm a friend of yours. You met me from this and that place or whatever. And she's like, you know he's going to think we're fucking, right? He's going to murder the living shit out of you. Yeah, he can murder me if he wants. As long as he talks to me, I just want an audience. Yeah. So he brings her to the boat in his own boat. Yeah. Not even his men, not even her husband's men's uh, boat, his own boat. And the husband's like, oh, uh, so who are you? Oh, I'm just a friend of your wife. You know, we did this and that, whatever, and whatever. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. so you're a friend of my wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. We go uh, way back. <laughs> So, uh, you know, from the time machine, I'll uh, I'll check you. You know, uh, she she invited me to come have dinner with you guys when you're having your dinner. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, OK, OK. And you can kind of see the dudes like simmering. Yeah, he's he's fucking on fire. And uh, and when they come in for the dinner, he just comes right in and sits down. And the husband still composes like, so tell me, um, how do you want to die? And he keeps his composure as an old man. He's like, oh, <laughs> all right, well. What we're going to do, this guy over there, I'm going to have him go ahead. We're going to take you down by the beach. We're going to cut your throat open, stick your balls in there. I'm going to watch as you try to yeah. pull it out before you die. He says, all right, well, here's the thing. I need to get some of this plutonium and whatnot. And uh, I'm going to get this plutonium, and I need you to do A, B, and C. Oh, who sent you and this and that or whatever how you know me well funny thing is I'm not going to tell you that now I'm going to tell you that tomorrow when we make our deal and you, if you kill me well I guess you just lost your opportunity yeah. to get that information it's like I'm going to see you tomorrow get the fuck out of here <laughs> see you at my boat and the worst part is his wife who is just like scared shitless who's politely talking to someone else at the table as he's walking by he stops he's you know he's like oh it's good to see you again and he kisses her on the cheek, cheek before he walks out and she is just looking like fucking horror. She's <laughs> <laughs> like this, this fucking guy's like the balls, the unmitigated 
balls. And it's all just a psychological Logical. fuck you. Yeah. The husband is going to fuck you to him. So I'm going to fucking psych you out and show you my dick. Yeah, I'm going to have these guys fucking cut you open. I'm going to fucking yeah, like and I'm going to fucking jack off. And then you fuck with him. You ain't going to do shit. I know you ain't going to do shit. And to remind you that I ain't going to do shit, I'm going to kiss your woman in front of every yeah, fucking body here. Are they going to say shit? No. But you know they're going to be talking. <laughs> Behind your back, like yo, yeah. man, this dude kissed this guy's fucking wife. I heard this guy broke somebody's legs for less. This dude walk in here, sit at his table, talk to him, get up, and then tongue fuck his wife. Fucking what horrible. the fuck, man? This guy got no. It's class. like you're gonna lose all your status. <laughs> so you want to do a dick sizing contest? Yeah, we can do dick sizing. We can do that all day. all day, all fucking day. This film is just filled with unexpected surprises, and there's some combat scenes that just are bizarre, but they make sense later down the road. Yeah. Again, because of the, uh, you know, because of the reversal thing, it, it, it does get fucking weird. But all in all, it does a good job. Yes, it's convoluted, it, but it serves a purpose. A greater purpose. It does, and the movie's quite enjoyable. Are you ready to uh, wrap this up, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, let's wrap this, okay. let's wrap this bitch up. I'm going to tell you right now, it could be, it is very possible that it's only because of that Dolby theater. Yes. It is truly earning its money, but I'm going to give this a full price. Wow. Well, this it's not expected. very very thought out because I can't look back and say that was was it convoluted yes but at no point can I say it was convoluted for no reason yeah no it had it, a, a purpose yeah it could have been could it have been done simpler yes Yes. It could have been done simpler. Much simpler. But the fact that it was convoluted wasn't just thrown out. Everything that was that seemed unnecessary, they made sure there was a piece yeah. to stick it into, which makes me like, yeah, this is why that happened. The one thing different about this ending and the ending from Inception is that you actually kind of get an ending from this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it actually comes to an end where Inception, I won't say ends in a cliffhanger, but it doesn't end in a conclusion. Yes. Which, uh, I, that didn't upset me because that just seemed gimmicky as shit. And I was just like, yeah, he's in the real world. Yeah. Well, I never know if I'm in the real world unless I spin this thing. Yeah, you're in the real world. All this happened in the real world. Trust yes. me. You're, you're fine. I'm going to give this a full price. No, are you just riding my fucking No, 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 no. no. I, 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 I truly enjoyed this film. Not sure if I'll watch it more than twice. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. Not more I'll, than twice. I may watch it three times. I'll, I'll easily watch it twice. Yeah, but just to see, just to see the movie and to, knowing from what, a new perspective. New perspective. Yeah. Right. Right. The third time, I'd be kind of iffy, but I could see myself possibly watching it a third time. Yeah, yeah I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah, not more than twice. Not my favorite movie from him so far, but definitely on his top three. By far, my favorite movie from him is definitely The Prestige. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He did do The Prestige. Yeah. And that will forever, in my opinion, be the best movie that he ever made. And as far... The second best movie, it's a tie between Batman Begins and, and The Dark Knight. Those two. That's yeah, my second I, best. I guess. I and guess. then it's Inception. Inception falls in, into that latter three... But this one definitely, I like it a little bit best better, movies, better than Inception. As far as best movies he's ever made, I wouldn't put this in the top three. No? No. No. I mean, I will definitely, absolutely put... Um, this on the top five? Uh, yeah, I guess it can be the top five. But what was that one movie you mentioned? Fuck. The Prestige? The Prestige. I have a list of movies which dictates my morality on life. 
how I live life. The Prestige is one of those movies that dictates how I live life. Yeah. Right underneath another movie, one of the most important movies I've ever watched called Gattaca. Oh, Gattaca. Oh, Gattaca's yeah. great. And with both Gattaca and The Prestige, it brings up the same question. How far are you willing to go? Yeah. How badly do you want it? And the Prestige told me, oh, how badly do I want it? I will kill myself over and over again. I will make a copy of myself and then, and then toss myself in the water and let me drown. Why? Because, um... <clears throat> The actor, what's his name? The old dude, um, Alfred. Because oh. Alfred said, what does it feel like to drown? It feels like going home. <laughs> like a wonderful sleep. Only later, after he's killed himself multiple times, because yes. each one is a new version of him, only later does he say, I lied. The man said it was agony. So, oh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been having a horrible death each time. <laughs> Should I stop? Nope. I'm going to keep right on going because how bad do you, you want, want it? it? Yep. Yeah, so definitely a full price. All right, Dem so this gets a full price. That's good. Definitely a full price. I don't want to I don't want to ruin the whole film. No, no, no. I'm not going to ruin the whole thing. There's a lot of really, to digest. really good you know, but the thing it. is people might go out of this film not knowing what the whole film is about and still be confused because I had to tell you what it was. Yeah. Yeah, you mean the thing with his partner and all yes. that? Yes. Yeah, well, th that's something they can they can figure out. But understand, at the end of it all, it's like who's in charge? Who's really in charge of of everything? And you learn who's in charge of everything. Yeah, it's the protagonist. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> even though he doesn't know it, it's like, well, who's running shit? You are. Like thirty years in the future, <laughs> you're sending all of us back to do this shit. Damn, this guy right. you just found out of nowhere, who just came to the last minute, who's pulling all these fucking strings to help you out. He's your protege. Your protege. Okay. You trained him to do all this shit, and you sent him back. That's fucking ridiculous. So it's like, god damn. He gives this chick the phone. Says, look, anytime you're having a problem. Or feel threatened. Or you feel threatened. Pick up this phone. Press talk. Give me the location, the time, and the date. And then hang up. And say, well, what the fuck's that going to do? And you see. <laughs> he shows up at that exact time and date. He takes care of it. And then he's gone. Yeah. You don't even know he's there. He just goes back in time and takes care of it. It's like, all right. That's fucking awesome. Yes. All right, guys. Don't forget to visit us on our website at g2ta.net and gotatalkaboutit.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Oi, 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 oi. Go on. Set some music. What are you doing? Damn, two time traveling films back to back. Man. It's that time of year. It's that time of year.